Good evening, and welcome to another episode of Ren Presents the Beacon. Um, today, I'm joined by my friend and associate, Young. Say hello. What's up, guys? Um, we're actually here to talk about setting healthy boundaries, and um, it's been something that's been on my mind for quite a while now. Um, not a lot of us know how to draw healthy boundaries. We grow up in our family, and whether or not these teachings were instilled in us is entirely dependent upon the people that raised us, on our parents, on our siblings, what they put emphasis on. And for the most part, not a lot of people, not a lot of people put emphasis on this. Um, have you had any um, issues growing up with uh, boundaries, either with your friends or your families? Um, I, I would definitely say so, yeah. Um, growing up in high school, um, all I did was just hang out with people all the time. Didn't really focus on schoolwork and you know, really lacked in that, that education department. But, you know, as time goes on, you start realizing what's more important now, like having that perfect work-life balance or uh, just balance in general with, with work, with education, with, you know, learning on your own time and hanging out with friends or socially. I, I feel like there's always a perfect equilibrium between all of those. There's when you have too much of one thing, it's usually a bad thing. Yeah. So like finding that healthy balance, which is, a word that gets thrown around a lot in today's uh, society, but for the most part, not a lot of people think like, oh, what is a balance? And that's the thing about that word. We're all individuals where we have our own experiences and finding that balance for each individual person is is up to them, you know? Wouldn't you say that it's kind of, it's it's rather difficult to do though, because when something brings you happiness or gets you that dopamine, dopamine high, like for me, it was hanging out with my friends back in high school or like... Hang out in general, like it, it brings the good vibes and it always brings me happiness, right? But since it's so ingrained to like chase for happiness, it's so easy to fall back into that cycle of it's, wanting to hang out. I think it has to do with conditioning, right. to be honest, because a lot of us are conditioned to think or do things a certain way. It's just what we do as a matter of, matter of survival, to be honest, you know? Mm-hmm. And I realized that. I think six months prior to this podcast or even the past, yeah, I think six months, I've been kind of surviving, you know, like just going to work, getting things done as necessary. Would you say like the bare necessity the just bare to get your life by? Just to get by, right. you know? And it wasn't until, you know, a few things happened, I exposed myself to key bits of media that I started to realize like, hey, if I want to create a better circumstance or situation for myself, I can do just that. Mm-hmm. It's just a matter of... um Putting in the time and effort. For sure. You know? But would you say it was like an instant change for you though? Or was this something that was really gradual? It happened on New Year's. New Year's. Okay. Yeah. Because uh, we had something happen um, Christmas Day or the day after Christmas that kind of broke me apart or tore me down. You know, mm-hmm. it kind of messed with my psyche and I was beating myself up for the fact that I wasn't able to make a decision when it came time to lead, mm-hmm. you know, and like making this decision to say, oh, like, don't do this, don't do that. Would have saved a lot of people a lot of heartache. Right. You know? Right. So, I remember it was New Year's Day, actually, when the clock was chiming down to 2021. I was actually in this room right now, working out, you know? Mm -hmm. And as you look back on some of the experiences that you've had in your life or some of the things that you've wanted, all of these things are attainable, Right. to be honest. You just have to put in the time and make the due diligence. Mm-hmm. to do so that's why like 
I mentioned before that we're working out pretty often, mm-hmm. um, anywhere between three and five days, depending on like how busy our schedules are. And how do you feel about that? You know, like you joined me for a good amount of these workouts too. I, I think that is uh, not necessarily a good replacement, but it's something actually to do to keep my health in check rather than jujitsu, you know? Oh, yeah. And Especially with COVID. We can't, yeah, we can't for do sure. jujitsu as much. Oh, right. Man. But like feeling that pump, feeling that energy come back in and like reminding me that, you know, physical health is also a very important part of our lives. Like it's, uh, it's, it's, it's so valuable. It's really valuable. It's something you can't really put a price tag on. You know, I mean, I guess you can with the gym, but if you look good, you feel good. I mean, that's another aspect that ties into the reason why we exercise, the reason why we like sculpt our bodies to look a certain way. Mm-hmm. And you got to be honest, like you've seen results. I've seen results and I'm actually pretty like impressed with the progress that we've right. made so far. Right. And this is merely like one step or like a few steps into our journey. Right. You know, like it's a, ne- it's a never ending cycle of just self-improvement and that's the thing, like growing up, for me personally, like I had issues with, you know, overeating. Um, that's one boundary that I never take into consideration. You mm-hmm. know, food was a form of comfort right. for me. And no one ever really taught me how to manage that, how to eat slowly, thoroughly chew my food. And even if they did, that message just flew over my head. Right. You know? I, I guess it has to do with just like the dislike for an authority figure. Uh, growing up with the gotcha like telling you, know, you what to do when yeah, you're like to trying do. to rebel because that's pretty much what happens you know like growing up there was no boundary with me and my family they would just tell me what to do either i did it or i didn't and they right. would yell at me if i didn't same goes with friends too yeah. you know yeah but now that you are fulfilling this potential of working out as often as you do like what other areas are you trying to work in what would give you the satisfaction or meaning or purpose other than working out uh, for for your own physical health? Well, like kind of self-reflecting on the past six months, I realized I kind of closed myself off mentally, you know, to, I guess, deal with the fact that I wasn't doing enough. Because mm-hmm. I've been talking about starting this podcast for oh, a while. Oh, it's been a while, now. right? Yeah. You yeah. know, um, I bought the equipment back in, I believe, May of 2020. And... Yeah, it's, it's been, been that a long. while. Wow. Okay. It's been that long, you know, and I, I talked about it for quite a while. You did, yeah. And at a certain point, it did start to take a toll on my mental well-being because, you know, like I'm a sucker for lyrics. I'm a sucker for music. Mm-hmm. And I know in one of J. Cole's songs, he mentions how, oh, maybe because he's done, I know I'm not doing enough. And that really got to me because when you know you can do something well and you choose not to do it out of fear or other things, that's another, would you say, boundary that we have to overcome? I would say so, Like yeah. a negative boundary, mm-hmm. in a sense? Yeah. But yeah, like that whole, um, I guess, obstacle I had to overcome on my own, you know? And I had other people kind of gassing me up, um, trying to tell me, like, you can do it. You really can do it. And even though people are telling you that you can take care of something or do something well, at the end of the day, it ties into the boundaries that you have within yourself. Right. Because I may have this thought that, oh, I'm not ready yet. I'm scared of how it's going to be received. And these are all things that you really can't account for, mm-hmm. to be honest. You just have to think back, self-reflect, and try to think about the next step forward. 
No, like, would you say that like adding it into your schedule or adding it into your weekly to do things like was hard to like get through? At oh first? yeah, definitely initially. Right, there wasn't like a clear schedule for you, like what to do. You were just yeah. kind of like you hopped in whenever you had time. It was but, just balls deep. We just went in. We just went into it, you know. Right, but it wasn't like necessarily part of your schedule. But now it's like a weekly thing that you put in time for. Yeah, that I put in time for that we right. look forward to, mm-hmm. you know, and I know that you've been coming here pretty often as well. You showed up for the past three. Uh, just for you guys, for everyone to know, we recorded three podcasts total, uh, Young and I. The first one we released, the second one had audio issues, so we couldn't release that one. Mm-hmm. And now we're here today recording the third. Right. You know, and even with all that trial, all that error, we're still here. Yep. We're still going to take care of business and we're still going to get these things done. Yeah. And it could tie into you know, work ethic, it could tie into the potential that you see in this product to begin with. Cause sorry, my dog's here. He's, uh, <laughs> he's being a little derpy. <laughs> um, sure. That's my train of thought. Um, productivity. Yeah. Oh yeah. It could tie into just like what we get accomplished in a day. And I realized, you know, like when I had that moment of self-reflection, that I was doing the bare minimum. You know, I can wake up earlier, make my bed, mm-hmm. get my day started, you know, start with a workout, start with like a healthy breakfast, make adequate use of my time mm-hmm. as opposed to just like waking up in bed, laying there for like 30 minutes to an hour and just digging around on your phone, watching memes and not really taking care of much. Right. Know? That's the thing. Like when you first start something again or just any anything that you're tackling, something new, It'll always feel chaotic at first, but, you know, after like a week or two, it all comes back to equilibrium and it all feels like, I don't know, it just feels normal. Like it's a normal day within your life all of a sudden, mm-hmm. right? And that's conditioning. You conditioned yourself. You broke that boundary or that barrier that you had initially where, right. like for me personally, I was being, I was just being lazy. I was being a lazy ass. Mm-hmm. There's no way around it. That's just how it is. That's my reality, you know? Mm-hmm. And... You make better decisions. And it all ties into like how you start your day off, you know? Like if you start your day off kind of groggy, kind of just, you know, mellow and dicking around, that sets the precedent precedent for the day. So you have to be sure to make these decisions as you proceed wisely because it may seem like a minor fraction, like a minor thing, a very, very small decision in the grander scheme of things, but it does make up for a bit of your life. Mm -hmm. And you know how we talked about... um Time is one of those things that you never get back. Mm-hmm. That's the whole idea behind it. You know, like if I look back on my lifetime, do you want to like think, oh man, like I wish I had done this instead mm-hmm. with all that free time that you had just dicking around or messing around with your phone? But you have to agree that it's really difficult to kind of ingrain that into your head. Like that, that the first thing you do when you wake up, you don't automatically think like, oh, time or you don't think sure. about like the past. Yeah, you like think about how, what you got to take care of for the day. Right. Like it isn't like a constant reminder and I wish it was somehow or or like let's say if that did happen like it would set your day up correctly. Like oh time is such a valuable thing. I need to get all these things done and achieve all I wanted to do within today, you know. Mm-hmm. We actually kind of steered away from the whole idea of yeah, boundaries, we did. to be honest. But that's just <laughs> what happens when a when people get together, we just spitball ideas. And I do think it's a beautiful thing, to be honest, because mm-hmm. um, one of the daunting things about the podcast to begin with was the whole idea of structure. Structure is mm-hmm. a very difficult thing to like 
follow in terms of like a podcast and a conversation it's, it's yeah. kind of hard to chase yeah so that's something that we're going to continue to work on mm-hmm. you know i hope that for the listeners today um they do see progress in the future just know that we are diligently working on improving these things just right. to make sure that the experience for everyone out there is quite enjoyable right <laughs> <laughs> um getting back onto the subject um we talk about boundaries and setting healthy boundaries for the most part not a lot of us know what a healthy boundary is you know it could tie into how much time to spend with friends or how much time you should spend of your week drinking alcohol you know i have a lot of people in my life or i used to that would drink pretty often same here same here yeah. you know and the craziest thing is i have an associate a friend of mine who was drinking to the point where when she stopped she realized like, oh my God, I actually feel better now that I'm not feeling the hangover feeling because that was her her conditioning. Like she drank pretty often. Right. So that was just her new norm. She pushed that pushed that boundary way further than it needed to be pushed. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until she like actually took a week or two off from drinking that she realized, wow, I feel so much better. Right. You know? I think the same thing that happens with work as well. Like we can't just say it's it's like social drinking. Like for me, like there was this one week where I was just cramming out work like one week straight, um, barely slept and didn't really play games. Um, didn't like hit up any of my friends. I just felt like I was in such like a dark place because I just felt lost. Like, oh, this is the only thing that I'm doing. Like, how am I achieving other areas of my life successfully? And it, it kind of takes you back to like calling your friends up or like meeting up for boba to get you that that balance back you that know? dopamine yeah, kick. <laughs> yeah to get you out of the dark place and it's it's always a it's always a good reminder like when you invest too much time into something it's always nice to like take a break or like get back on your shit if you're out drinking you know and it's something as simple as that, like what you just mentioned, like hitting someone up to grab some coffee, grab some boba, maybe a bite to eat. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know that's especially difficult during the pandemic, but you can always take yourself out to to buy a drink for yourself, get some sun in, get some some air in, you know. And I actually think that's healthy, you know, like you just wake up in the morning and especially in the morning, you'll feel the sun if the sun is out, that when it shines onto your skin. It just feels rejuvenating because, you know, it's cold in the morning. You don't want to be out to begin with. But mm-hmm. say, for instance, you go out, get some coffee, park your car and stand in the sun for a bit. It's revitalizing. Mm-hmm. It's like the sun is giving us energy. It really is. I mean, if it weren't for the sun, we wouldn't be here to begin with. Right. You know, but it's all about like taking yourself out of these comfortable situations where you don't really want to be. Right. And putting yourself into something new because as human beings... That's growth though. It is growth. Uncomfortable areas are growth areas. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's another thing that I want to touch upon in in future podcasts. Just, you know, the whole idea of being too comfortable. Mm -hmm. Because like you mentioned earlier, like there is such a thing as too much. Yeah. You know, too much comfort. What does that make you? A hedonist? Don't know the particular word for it, but I'm not too sure. Not <laughs> We're just making up words as no, we go. He, he, he <laughs> a real word, okay, but I'm not like just a, stuff a out of masochist. My okay. <laughs> <laughs> for those of you that don't know, hedonism has to do with the pursuit of earthly pleasures to no extent. You just pursue everything fine in life. Like you want to drink, you drink. You want to fuck, you fuck. You want to smoke weed, you smoke weed. And there's no like limit to it. 
So it's kind of like giving into the whole greed and lust aspect of life. Is there a big problem with that though? Let's say, okay, it might be a different story for someone who's super balling and enriching family life and they want to like party all the time. Like they have all the other areas like perfectly in sync with each other. I don't this think it's possible, a, dude. You don't think so? Because we talked about having, you know, 24 hours in one day, seven days a week, 365 days a year. You know, if you spend X amount of time partying or X amount of time doing this or that, like you mentioned, it's the whole idea or the whole idea of finding a fine balance. Mm-hmm. Too much of anything is bad. Too much working out is bad. Too yeah. much um, too much gluttony and sloth or, you know, laziness is bad. It's chaos. Yeah, it's, it's chaotic. Right. You know, and it's up to us at that point to draw a healthy boundary, you know, where you're not working out six or seven days a week. It's like four or five, whatever your body's comfortable with and easing into it. Mm-hmm. You know, because, you know, if you haven't been to the gym for, say, like, three, four, five months and you're feeling kind of chunky. Yeah. You're going to beat yourself up every time you wake up and take a shower or when you take a shower, you'll look at yourself in the mirror and say, hey, you're fat. <laughs> hey, like, you gained weight. <laughs> you know, and it's all about, like, having that voice in your head talk to you kindly. You know, and I remember I've seen some quotes that mention how the voice in your head should be kind because you're there with yourself 24-7. Other people can be kind or mean to you, you know, periodically. But when it comes down to the voice inside your head, your quote-unquote subconscious, it should be for the most part constructive. It should for the most part be a little bit, a little bit more positive. And if it is negative, then you need to reevaluate yourself before you fall into the deepest, darkest pits of despair. <laughs> <laughs> right, no, I totally agree with you. Yeah. Like, think about what happened after um, COVID hit and we couldn't do jujitsu anymore. That was a bummer. I know. It was, it was, was a, a really bummer. big downer. Yeah. Because you know? it was, like, ingrained in my schedule already. It was, like, ingrained for, like, like eight or nine months straight, like, two, two or three times a week. Uh, we... <laughs> But it was like ingrained in like my schedule and like all of a sudden when that took a turn, I just oh. <laughs> Give us one moment. <laughs> and we're back. <laughs> For those of you that don't know, I have a husky and huskies are quite vocal. So whenever we're, you know, hanging out with him and we're not giving him attention, he'll ask for attention. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, Getting back to what you did see? Oh, yeah. No, I was just saying how it was just so ingrained in my schedule. And I, I made it such a big part of my life. And when COVID hit, I was like, uh, what am I going to do now? And I found myself playing a lot more video games, working less. Because I would say that the physical aspect really dr- drove me to work on more, you know. But when that went away, I was like... What am I going to spend my extra time and energy on? Right. Right. Yeah. And sometimes it may not go towards the best or healthiest cause. Let's be honest. Yeah. You know, I mean, I know for a long time before, it's okay. What's that, He like literally broke in just now. He opened that, right? With his nose? It was already kind of open to That's kind of funny. That's so funny. Yeah, Sorry, guys. <laughs> okay. Um, 
my apologies. Uh, so right back into it. Um, that's the thing as well. You're an adult now. Um, if you choose to do X, Y, or Z, no one's going to tell you what to do otherwise. You know, your life is a series of your own decisions. Right. And if you choose to, you know, spend that time playing video games or doing something that, while good for the spirit, may not be good for the mind or the body. I agree. Yeah. That's completely fine. But at the same time, like, for me, it just, when, when I started hopping back on video games, like, it started becoming a very unhealthy habit for me. Because now that I had to fill this time of missing jujitsu, like, for me, I had to find that, that quote-unquote healthy boundary or balance again. And were, you, were you able to find it? I would say it, it took, like, maybe two, three weeks, but that's when everything kind of hit me again. It was like a, a slap in the face where I, I think that people need these slap, slaps in the faces, right? Like to, to really understand what's going on, give yourself some time to reevaluate everything. And after like two, three weeks, I was like, Oh, like I'm not doing enough in the physical aspect or even the work aspect. And that's where I started like investing more time into work, investing more into like working out other than jujitsu. And yeah, it was, it wasn't chaotic anymore. I just felt like I was back at equilibrium. That's good. It was, it was good in the, in the sense that you were able to check yourself um, out of like a terrible situation. Right. Like not terrible situation, but unhealthy situation for too long. Mm-hmm. And I mean, would you say that for those two or three weeks that you were, you know, dabbling with games, do you regret them at all? Not at all. Because I, I feel I feel like that was definitely momentary happiness. It kind of filled the gap for for. What do I missed out on? The dopamine drop, huh? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> definitely agree. Yeah, definitely agree. I feel the same way when it comes to like video games or drinking or, you know, um, exercise, you know, daily excursions or not daily, um, just excursions to like hike or to the beach. It's all about making the time for these things to happen. Right. You know, and if we only have so much time in a day, so much free time, you have to be able to plan these things for yourself to know that you actually want to do it and go out there and actually do it. Would you say a majority of the population though, they, when they cross an unhealthy boundary for, for something that they eventually get sick of it. In what regard? Like, let's say if I'm out drinking all the time or like, I'm, I'm like for, for me, when I went through those two or three weeks of just massively playing games, like I felt so uncomfortable with myself that I caused change for I ignited change within myself. Like, would you say that oh. majority of the population would be able to do that as opposed to like sticking with it until they kind regret the decision? Into, like, right. An even worse version of right. what they feel at the moment. Yeah, definitely. Because we've been there before. Sure. We've experienced that snowball and just decided to continue down that path. Right. It takes self education, you know, um, just a few things that you need to look for in your day-to-day life. You know, if you're looking for improvement, then you know where to go. You know that you right. need to maybe read a book or um, follow someone inspirational that may provide you with these tidbits of information that may not be news to me, but it's news to you. Mm-hmm. And that's the beautiful thing about what we're doing here today. You know, like we have wonderful, wonderful bits of wisdom that we've garnered over the years. And I take it upon myself and the people that join me on the podcast to spread this wisdom. You, mm-hmm. know, you may not realize it, but you are your own unique individual, you know, with your own unique experiences that when talked about, 
may be able to help someone else out there. Right. And I would say, I mean, going back to the idea of like getting yourself out of the rut, like you don't have to necessarily depend on yourself. That's like exactly what this podcast is for. Or that's exactly what friends and family is for, right? To, to bring you back to that, that healthy lifestyle or healthy balance among things, you know? Yeah. And that's another thing that kills me about the boundaries that we have today in the sense that even though someone may be doing something, it feels as though we're alone. You know, like if you're gaming too much, have I said anything to you about that? No. I'm going to. <laughs> doing stuff like that in the future. Yeah, like, hey, young, uh, you got business to take care of, right? You're trying to work out. You're trying to, you know, take care of business. And that's how I get behind it, you know? Um, we feel like we're alone when that's the furthest thing from the case, you know? Um, we're connected mentally, even though we're separated physically. Mm-hmm. You know, what with COVID happening and everyone's scared to leave their homes with people dying. There's a lot of fear that's running rampant in society today. And I guess as a way to make that equilibrium, we're here today to talk about different subject matter. For sure. You know, and this, for whatever reason, just lights that fire in my soul. You know, I got to be honest with you, like Young is looking at me like I'm crazy. <laughs> this has been like the mission for a long time now. This has been the mission with Master Splints for a while. Um, we've made progress over the years. And what we're looking for is to hopefully instill that drive for ambition, for knowledge, for progress into everyone else out there when it's especially difficult now. All right. Whether or not we'll succeed, we're going to. Right. It's just a matter of time and effort, to be honest. I agree. So I hope you guys join us on the next episode of The Beacon. Uh, we're going to take off for the day because it's been a long day. And we could all use some uh, R&R, some uh, rest and recuperation. So, Young, do you have any uh, parting words by chance? Not at all. Beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> well, just want to say thank you for making the time to come out here of course, today. You're welcome. You know, like you spent some of your time with me, which is extremely valuable. And I actually really appreciate that. So thank you, Young. No, thank you. Uh, we'll be having another episode sometime next week. I believe it's going to be a solo episode, um, to be frank with you. So tune in next week on Friday. Um, thank you for joining us. I really appreciate you and your time. Take care. Have a good one. Thank you, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.